Welcome to the City Life Lansing podcast. You are loved, you belong, and you have a unique purpose from God. You can connect with us at citylifelansing.com. You belong here. Here's today's message. Oh, man. It's been a minute since I've preached, about 10 months. That's not a joke. <laughs> so, yeah, here I am. And I wanted to tell Pastor Jerome and, and Crystal, man, I love you guys so much. Um, they're like spiritual kids. If I can adopt them, I would because um, we've just been, we've been so close for so long. And, uh, and they're just the best. I love them so much. And uh, I, I was thinking about our relationship and how it's gone back and, and what God's done in our lives. And I was hearing that story you told, well, I'm one of his kids. I'm Thai food veerling. <laughs> and, and he must have got that. I've been praying because yesterday after I landed, we went over to their house and I've never seen so much Thai food. And uh, I like Thai food a lot, and, and uh, St. Louis doesn't have a good Thai game. And, uh, but you have one here, so we had some no, or, yeah, no Thai from over here, and uh, it was so good. And I just want to think about that for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk with us today and, and say hi, uh, my wife and any of you that uh, are visiting today because you know me and... Uh, and uh, you, you just showed up because you're just nice people and you got dressed up and you came to church. It's time for you to get back in church anyways. So this was a, a good wake-up call for you if you're from this area, you drove up into Detroit, whatever. But I'm so thankful for the opportunity God has given me. And, and as I shared, I have been out of pastoral ministry for about the last 10 months, but I have been in a different kind of ministry that some of you relate to, and that's Uber driving. <clears throat> right? I, how many Uber drivers here in the house? Tori and I already saw you, and, and there's others here, you know, and, and many of you have benefited from Uber, right? And if you have taken an Uber, right, you know. So I've been doing that a lot in the St. Louis area, and as you know, it's, uh, I, I used to think I was hardcore because I was from Detroit. Well, now I'm in a worse town. <laughs> Crime's even worse. It, it took over. So uh, now I'm going, was I chasing it or is it following me? But one of the greatest challenges in my life and in our life, whether you're in church ministry, whether you're a breathing person here, here's the fact. If you have a pulse, you have a purpose. Every one of you that hear this message today, God has this significant cool, amazing reason for putting you on this planet right now. And it's not determined by title. And it's not determined by church size or position. If you will be available, God will use you. And I've said for years, my availability is God's opportunity to do something great through me. So I get into my car a lot of times and I'm like, God, sometimes the ride's two minutes or five minutes or 10 minutes. How can I make a difference? How can we make a difference when I'm sitting in the, in the stands at a high school football game where my son was a, is a senior and, and played this past fall and one of the captains and one of the leaders on his team? And, uh, and how can I make a difference sitting in the stands? And how can I make a difference at the coffee shop? Because I occasionally go to a coffee shop. A lot. <laughs> 
You know, how can I make a difference with the neighbor on my block? How can I make a difference everywhere I go? How can I make a difference yesterday in the airplane that I'm riding in? You see, how to share the amazing love of Jesus, the gospel, in a post-Christian secular culture is not easy, right? It's not always easy, but maybe it's made complicated by us. We think it's so, you know, like, I've got to be able to preach. I've got to get to a point. I've got to have a message. But you are the greatest message of redemption that has ever been alive in you. God can do something great through you. And God has this amazing way of using us. And I just want to talk about that a little bit today. I want us to get wrap our heads around it because whoever I'm talking to at that moment is the most important person in the world. Today, you're the most important people in the world to me. The most important person in the world is the one you're talking to. Isn't that what you see in Jesus when you read the Gospels? When he stops at a well and sends his disciples into town to get lunch, that woman that no one would talk to becomes the most important woman in the world to Jesus. And her town would get in revival because of it. You see, we sometimes think about our Christian service as certain times, certain places, certain duties, certain handouts, certain ways of doing it, but it is breathing. It is living. It is understanding that one day, maybe soon, it's going to be over, and you're going to stand before God, and he's going to say, what would you do? And you can't go, well, we were planning an outreach. I was planning on showing up on Christmas for an hour. Those are amazing things. But he's going to go, how about you? Who was the most important person in your life 10 minutes ago? So I want us to look at a parable of Jesus because I think he was so good at just going, here's how to contextualize how to love people. So today I, I want us to look at the parable of the sower. And if you have your Bibles, you can look in that or you have your applications, you can just turn over there, you know, and, and, and you're welcome to cheer. I always cheer for God's word. But when you open Luke chapter eight, all right? Every time you open God's word, you meet with God. And every time you meet with God, your life is changed. So every time you open God's word, it's a grand opening. And we need to get a little crunk for that. All right? Don't get all like, well, because it's digital, it's not as exciting. It's just as exciting. All right? Woo! Try that in the bus. All right? What happened? I opened the word. And now I'm open for business. Because that's what opens us. That's what gets us excited. So in Luke chapter 8, it says, beginning in verse 5, a farmer went out to plant his seed. Now remember, the seed is the gospel, right? The seed is the good news. So the farmer goes out to plant his seed. And, and I want you to get this. As he scattered it, as he scattered it, Come on, say that with me. As he scattered it across his field, some seed fell on the footpath where it was stepped on, and the birds ate it. 
Other seed fell on the rocks and it began to grow, but the plant soon wilted and died for lack of moisture. Other seed fell among thorns that grew up with it and choked, it, choked out the tender plants. And then verse eight, still other seed fell on the fertile soil. And that seed grew and produced a crop that was a hundred times as much as had been planted. Woo! Heavenly Father, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart would be pleasing to you. You're my rock and my redeemer, amen. So Jesus knew that most people in the crowd would go, woo, that's a very interesting story. And of course, he was talking to farmers, so they kind of get it a little bit. And, and for you who are believers in this room, it's very easy for you to get this wrong. I've heard it preached wrong. And we start talking about soil. We start saying, yeah, man, that person's not good soil, right? We say, that person's hard. That person's dried. That person got weeds in their life. What was the part we repeated? As he scattered it. He threw it on that place too. You see, Jesus knew that most of the people in the crowd would say, it's a great story, and move on with their lives. So Jesus ends the parable shouting, anyone with ears to hear, listen, and understand. And that's what we want to do today. We want to understand. Jesus was saying, don't blow this off. Really think about it. And it's not complicated, you guys. The sower, Christ then, us now, scatters his seed. The word of God, the gospel, and practical in small increments, generously. And it ends up on four different types of terrain. Some lands on the road, some lands on rocks, some lands on thorns, some lands on good soil. And we immediately say, I want to be the good soil. And we should be. And, or we say, you know, I know some people, they're rocky soil, brother. We need to pray for that person. That person, oh, they're dried up, man. That person got weeds in their life. It is not your job to determine other people's hearts. It is your job, Uber driver, to throw seeds no matter what the soil's like in your back seat. It's your job to throw seeds no matter what your neighbor's like, no matter what the barista's like, no matter what your classmate's like, the guy next to you at the gym is like, your job is to throw seeds, scatter seeds. Because we, we get this wrong and we get all religious. We're like, let's pray for the folks who are stuck in the thorny soil. Praise God, I'm not thorny. You see, if we're not careful, the parable of the sower quickly becomes the parable of the soil. Wrongo, <laughs> in the words of our beloved Grinch, wrongo. You know, if you read that little caption in your Bibles, it's the parable of the sower. So don't focus on the soil. It's not the parable of the soil. Don't focus on that. You'll lose track. So let's rethink it now. 
if we reread the parable from the perspective of the sower, we get a better understanding of why Jesus called the parable of the sower and not the parable of the soil. Jesus shares that now we, you know, that the word of God can go everywhere. And we shouldn't hold back because he'll give you all the seeds you can throw. Right? He'll give you everything you need. He'll give you all that you can if you will be willing to throw it. So let's throw some seeds in this world. Let's throw some love. Let's begin to toss it around and stop holding back for when we think it's the right time and the right place and the right heart. Because I'll tell you this about Pastor Jerome and Pastor Chili, who's not a pastor but kind of is. I was not good soil when the seed hit me. And he sure wasn't. (laughs) He was messed up, jacked up soil, Pastor Jerome was. But a seed started working in his heart. A seed started working in my heart. A seed started working in your heart. Your testimony is that you weren't all ready and soft and open. Most of you weren't there, right? You were jaded. You had opinions. Some of you are in church right now and you don't want to be. You're like doing me a favor. (laughs) But I'm doing you a favor. Because you got to re-engage. You got to get out of your church hurt. You got to get out of your problems and all of those things. Because, hey, the church is broke. But you're the reconciled generation. You are, and you've got to believe in people. And that's why I love and I identify here. That's why I'm part of it. This is where I attend. This is where I tithe right now. I want to be a part of it. Because God takes thorny, hard, broken people, and he plants seeds in that produce a hundred and thousand times fold. Man, when the devil thought he had Pastor Jerome on Jerome Street. He should have killed him then. He should have killed him. Because now he's dying every day because of what Pastor Jerome's able to do. And he's just an ordinary guy that the seed got to, that somebody didn't give up on, that somebody threw a seed to. You know, Maybe to us, we're like, it's wasting seeds just to throw them everywhere. Not if you're not buying the seeds, and Jesus paid for the seeds. And he paid everything for the seeds. He paid everything. So don't be taking drops of his blood one at a time and going, you deserve it. Give it all. Give everything. Remember what Jesus said earlier. Healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. If there's a chance, I'm throwing seeds there. A little commitment. If there's a chance, I'm throwing seeds. See, Christ makes it clear that he came to rescue sinners. His purpose was to bring salvation to everyone. Are you everyone? You're one of the everyone. You're one of the everyone. I'm one. That's why I love the one campaign. We're all one, and we're all everyone that Jesus came to save. And there's room for more. 
So the meaning of this parable of the sower is twofold. The meaning of the parable is that the seed is God's word. So we need to show that Christ came to share his love and truth with everyone. Don't be stingy. Don't pick and choose. Get sloppy even with love, with joy. And he also tells us to help us identify the condition of our own hearts and to see how this soil impacts how we serve. You see, when it's the parable of the sower, from that perspective, for the lost, we throw it all the time. For those of you that are found, that's where the condition of the soil begins to talk to us. Because some of you used to be wide open to every message. Now you sit out there trying to find what's wrong with it. Now you try to find the loophole of why you don't have to apply it. You, now you find the flaw in the speaker, not because you won't find one in the seed. You see, I make some declarations in my life. You want to know what they are? <laughs> You're going to know anyway, so, I might, so you might as well know. I make some declarations in my life that I live by. If you hang around me, you're gonna hear about Jesus. Hello? If you hang around me, you're gonna hear about Jesus. So I want you to just ad adopt that, would you? So go ahead and say it. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> you know, this is city life. You got to be like, you, you were here for worship, weren't you? You got to be like, if you hang around me, you're going to hear about Jesus. All right, that's good. My second declaration, if you bring your problems to me, I'm going to pray. See, so when the coworker comes to you tomorrow and goes, oh, I got a splitting headache, you don't go, well, let me see if I have some ibuprofen around here or something like that. Have you seen a doctor? You need to go on WebMD. Are you crazy? <laughs> to say, well, I'm praying for you. I'm gonna pray. Then you can be Mr. Pharmacy. If you wanna be. If you bring your problems to me, I'm gonna pray. If you hang around me, we're gonna talk about Jesus. When I encounter hate, this is my third one, I'm gonna love. Come on. When I encounter hate, I'm gonna love. A fourth. And when I find the broken and lost, I'm gonna serve. Well, then you need to get one of those cards and fill it out and join the team right now. All right, because this church will put you to work, and it's a good work. It's an eternal work, and it is a work that will produce thousands and thousands. You see, friends, this is sowing seeds. This is throwing seeds. You know, I talk about Jesus. I pray for people. I love anyone, and I serve everyone. If we make that our goal, we can change the world we live in. Whoever is in my space is the most important person in the world to me. So now let's look at the soil a little bit. Maybe you hoped I wouldn't get back to that. But now let's talk about those of you that are believers in the house today. Because today is about each of us re-engaging and upping our game. Really, starting with me. 
It's about re-engaging, getting back in and upping our game. If you're already in, you can up it. You can get better. See, the fact is, you gotta know the word in order to sow the word. So that's important that you're in the word and that you're in small groups and that you're learning the word of God. So some seed fell on the footpath, hard, that, that, that is related to us as hard and jaded. Any of us ever like that before? Okay, there's like one. And like a hundred liars. And, <laughs> and if you weren't before, now you're hard and jaded because I called you a liar. <laughs> if you picture in the days of Jesus, you know, it's people that you hear this and it goes in one ear and out the other. And you walk out and go, oh, that's a good word today. That was good. That was good. Picture the Middle Eastern road hardened by years by the travel of people and animals and all of that. What happens to see that falls there, it just kind of stays there and birds come and get it. If we don't take God's word seriously, that's the soil we're representing. It's when I can go, the word of God was just spoken into my life and I didn't take it seriously. We're accountable for our, the words that we hear. We're accountable for this. You know, it'd be better that you had never heard this message than to hear this message and don't throw seeds. But too bad, you heard it. <laughs> so don't be hard and jaded. Don't be like the, 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 the soil that became the footpath. Because what happens there is, you know, it, it messes up and, and, and I don't want you to stay like that. It says then, second of all, other seed fell among the rocks. And that's like people who knew God but became cynical and doubtful. Maybe you got played. Maybe someone died and it's not fair. You know, we get hurt. And hurt people hurt people. You gotta take your hurt to the one who can heal, not to the one who will give you an out. See, that the, the seed that falls on the rocks is like, yeah, but you don't know what happened to me. I could sit up here today and tell you some horror stories of why I shouldn't even be a pastor. But I'll tell you something. God's seeds keep falling into my heart. And I keep finding out that God's love is greater than anything we face. Any trial we go up against, I can get over with the cynicals. There's crowds of cynical people. There's crowds of church haters. There's, there's crowds of people that would rather be a fitness coach than a pastor. But I don't want to get people in better shape. I want to get people into heaven. I have to stay where God called me to be. God wasn't and hasn't become our foundation. If we're cynical and doubtful, it means there's no root. That's why we need each other. You need people. I love early on, get rooted. Get rooted. I was always talking to Pastor Jerome and said, can I write the sequel? You write get rooted and I'll write get fruited. <laughs> you know, because once you've got the roots, you got to bear fruit. And, and like they need to go together. But don't stay there. If you're cynical and doubtful, man, if you've been played, you're in a broken family, a broken marriage. You're in, you've been hurt by the church. You've been hurt by friends. And it sucks. But don't stay there. Let my seed fall into your soil right now. Let the seed of God's love reach you right now. 
Then other seed fell among thorns that grew up with it. You hear that? It grew up with it. You know who those are? The posers and the wannabes. Those are people that can fake it till they make it. But you're here maybe and you just go, if people saw my devotional life, if they saw the real me, if they saw, you know like when you ever, like when you were young and you were a teenager and you, like, you were in that youth group and you were zealous at youth group but not at high school and the biggest fear was like they would merge in like a food court or something. Like we don't really have those anymore because malls are dead but you know, back in my day it was like, I got my church friends and I got my school friends, but if those people get together, somebody's gonna tell on me. Because <laughs> they both know a different chili. That's the posers and the wannabes. That's the people that are thorny. You know, they teach it, but they don't practice it. Whew. See, when the like that, indifference about devotions and relationship with him will lead us to craving things that the thorns want, riches, pleasure, popularity, coolness, but it won't love anyone, anytime, anywhere, and that kind of reveals us. So let's be the soil where the seed fell on the fertile soil, open and honest, it grew and it produced a crop that was 100 times as much. It may seem like funny math <laughs> and bad business, but God, grew, or God knew what he was doing when he sent Christ to scatter seed, didn't he? God knew what he was doing. God knew how to reach us. You see, Jesus is the Lord of the harvest. I wanna see a winter harvest. This is one of those times everyone gets busy in a lot of activities and going to parties and going and we, you know, how can you ask for more money when it's Christmas present time? Your presence is more important than your presence. I think Pastor Grum will nail that in a week or so. But he makes it grow. Here's the deal. Jesus loves all kinds of people right where they are. Yeah? Maybe I should preach this to you backwards over my shoulder like an Uber driver. <laughs> because sometimes I only got a few minutes and I'm praying in the spirit and I'm saying, God, make it count. When the intoxicated, when the gang member, when the prostitute gets in my car and it happens all the time. And for whatever reason, they just start talking about their life. And I could be cool, favorite Uber driver, but I just start asking God to do something in their heart. You see, what you sow will multiply. If you sow you and you sow attitude and you're burned and your brokenness, then brokenness multiplies, hurt multiplies. But I'm throwing seed every chance I get in every direction I can with all the love that I've got until Jesus says, stop. That's our commitment. And what does our seed look like? Well, maybe you're like baffled on that. Well, where does seed come from? Fruit. If you don't know what else to do, turn to Galatians 5. 
Nobody's interested in how much preaching you can do in a five-minute period of time. But nobody will ever push you away for love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. It's filled with seeds. That's the fruit of the Spirit. Start there. And if you can't remember all of those, start with love. Show the love of God to everyone we can, every moment we can, and throw it to anyone we can. Don't worry about the condition of their soil. Don't worry about the condition of their heart, the condition of that neighborhood, the condition of that gym, that coffee shop, your workplace, your house, your teenager's bedroom. Show love. Throw love, 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 love. So that Jesus can drip into their soil. And that Holy Spirit will work even when we don't know he's working. So look out, hard and jaded. Seed's coming. Get ready, cynical and doubtful. I'm about to rain seeds all over your pity party and your Facebook. Heads up, posers and wannabes. True seeds are about to bring life your way. Goodbye, depression. If you want it. Oh, wow, these these are ready for the word. Open up and get ready to go deeper then. If that's yours, say, I'm ready, I'm soft soil. Because God's going to transform your root system to a depth that you've never been before. So there's no storm that will ever be able to take you out. And if you can't remember anything out, anything else, throughout love. Just throughout love. Will you pray with me? If you're here today, and you say, Chili, you just dropped a seed in my heart. And I need to get things right with Jesus. I need to recommit my life or give my life to Jesus for the first time. Would you just shoot your hand up for me? I'm not going to call you out or call you down front. Yeah, I see your hand. Who else? It says, I, this is me. Yes. Who else? Yes. 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 You're online. You're maybe raise your hand at a, at a laptop or on YouTube. God sees your hand. God sees your heart. And he doesn't care what the condition of that soil is. The seed of love is dropping in. Just say, Jesus, forgive me. Come into my heart. Heal me. Change me. I believe you died on the cross. I believe you rose from the dead. And I make you my Savior and Lord. And for the rest of us in this room, that just say, I'm a believer, but I got some soil issues. And I don't want to live like that. I don't want to have excuses. I challenge you then choose today to be a new creation where the old is gone and the new is come. You made a decision, man, you can, you can get that fixed and, and you need to partner with somebody. And we have connect places online and right out the doors today if you're in the house. Connect. Don't just walk out and go, good, I, I'm, I'm going to really connect. Get connected with somebody. Get connected with the church. Get connected. Humble yourself and do it. Because then we'll walk with you. We'll plow with you. And we'll 
spread seeds with you. All right? Would you stand and let's worship God as we wrap this up today? Thanks for listening to the City Life Lansing Podcast. Loving you and loving the city one life at a time. To get connected, learn more, and invest financially, go to citylifelansing.com. You belong here.